Come on. Welcome to Money Savage, a savage approach to personal finance. This is George Grombacher, and the time is right. Welcome to today's guest, the strong and powerful Dana Onspa. Dana, are you ready to do this? I'm ready. Excited to be here. Excellent. Let's do this. Dana is a certified financial planner, retirement management analyst, and has been a practicing financial advisor since 1995, founding her current firm, Sensible Money, in 2011. She is an author and very sought-after speaker, primarily primarily on the topic of retirement and retirement planning. Definitely excited to have you on. Dana, tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, and why you do what you do. Thanks, George. Well, I'll tell you the funnest thing about my personal life and something that many people would not guess about me is I'm a motorcycle rider. So, yeah, I've been riding dirt bikes for many years. Um, Actually just took them out for the first time in quite a while this past weekend. And then I ride a Harley Softail Slim. Now, why do you think that people wouldn't expect that? (laughs) (laughs) I think people read my work and, 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 you know, I'm usually dressed very professionally. And if they were to run into me out on the weekend all in my black leathers, they'd think, who are you? (laughs) Got it. They see straight-laced financial professional during the day and black leather wearing motorcycle rider on the weekends. I like it. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> so about my work, my passion is, as you said, retirement, retirement planning, but really what we call the decumulation side of that. So if you think about this path of, of your finances over a life cycle, you spend a lot of years accumulating, usually 30 to 40 years working and saving for retirement. Then you enter this phase of what we call decumulation, which is a a word that we use a lot in the retirement management advisor curriculum. That's a designation that I hold. And it's really around how do you take what you have and live off your acorns? How do you deliver a reliable retirement paycheck? And it's a different math problem that you're solving at that phase in life. And that became my passion with a particular couple that I remember meeting with around 2003. And they were 65. And I had this realization that you can't go back to work. The stakes are higher. And I really got passionate about making sure you're doing the right thing at that phase of someone's life. That's very true. The the stakes are high, and I saw on your website you use the term irrevocable, and that just means that once you make some of these choices, you can't unmake them. So Yeah, I, I like to correlate that word with irreversible, something a little easier to say sometimes, right. but exactly. You make a whole series of decisions that can't be undone as you enter retirement. You've been working in this space for, for a good little while. What have you found are some of the biggest concerns for people as they're getting ready to start this decumulation process? Yeah, I think there's there's two different types of concerns. There's the natural financial concerns. You know, do I have enough? How long will my money last? How much can I withdraw? And then there's a whole emotional component. It's really super scary to start drawing money out. And we find that that having a plan that really lays it out for you helps overcome the scariness. So I would say overwhelmingly, every person that we work with expresses some type of, are you sure this is going to work? Do do you realize I'm not going to be able to go back to work? Do you understand that I won't have a paycheck anymore? And, And it's 
yeah, it's funny to have people sit there and tell us that, even though they know that's our expertise and, and that's what we do. And, and to say, yeah, we do realize that and we get how scary it is that, that I, I've often have people that will, I almost want to call it semi-retire, where I'll say, look, I'm just going to set up this direct deposit to you so that you can start to see how this is going to work. So you can get comfortable with the idea that it is okay to take money out. So sometimes there has to be baby steps as they enter that that phase. But yeah, we see, you know, the that scariness show up over and over again as people get within that five-year window of actually retiring. It's one thing to talk about it. And then quite another to actually be, for lack of a better term, staring down the barrel of it and having to make these decisions. So It is. Yeah, staring down that barrel, all kinds of emotions show up, even with people who understand money and finance as well. Oh, sure. I mean, <laughs> and our brains are not on our side with money stuff. And that's true of accumulating money and making investment decisions and uh, it sounds like it's certainly true for, for for this part of it too so it is that flight or fight reflex kicks in and you know people want to do some crazy things with their money sometimes just because they feel stressed out and scared and and taking the time to step back create a long-term plan see exactly how much you can take out which account it can come out of how long it will will last how long you're expected to live what your taxes will be making sure you've accounted for extra expenses like health care that sometimes catch people off guard if if they're retiring before they reach the age of 65 when you have a plan that thoroughly addresses all of these things it's amazing how much people relax and feel comfortable with the transition which is exactly why you have the work that you're doing, right? That's that, that that's why you're in business to give people that confidence. So Yeah, to give people that confidence, exactly. All right. So people come to you with a lot of concerns. What should their biggest concerns be? Their biggest cons- concern should be having a holistic plan. So we see people that look at all of the pieces, but like a puzzle. They don't put all of the pieces together and go, wait a second, what's the picture look like with within all of these individual pieces are fitted together in the right way. So for example, I just had a, a couple in last week and we were looking at social security and we were looking at the impact of the survivor benefit on social security. And he said, yeah, he said, I've tried to calculate my own benefit, my break even age, meaning he was trying to decide should he start his benefits at 62 or 66 or 70. He said, but I couldn't figure out how to factor in the impact on a survivor and the survivor benefit that could be available for my wife. And we had this chart that laid out you know, their longevity combination. So if you were to live to 80 and he were to live to 84, or she were to live to 90 and he were to live to 75. And it showed you what the optimal claiming ages were based on all those various combinations. And he said, this is exactly what I've been looking for. <laughs> so this was an engineer, super smart guy who had done all of the calculations he could on his own, but he was just looking at this one little piece And then as I explained to him, I said, when you also factor in how Social Security is taxed, when we can maximize the amount of Social Security you get, at at most, 85% of your Social Security benefits are taxed. So if I can get you more Social Security over your lifetime, you also end up getting more of it tax-free. So a larger dollar amount comes to you tax-free. So 
that's what I think people get hung up on is, is they're not able to look at the whole picture. They're just looking at these individual components. Got it. And we're, that's such a common thing for, for people to do, for, for all of us to do, and probably every aspect of our life. So it makes sense that we would do that with this as well. What would you say, I, I guess, advice or wishes that you had that more people would, what changes would you have more people make as they approach retirement age, maybe 10 years out? I think the biggest thing I would say is get a plan. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the same thing when they ask people all of the surveys about saving for retirement. You know, everyone says they wish they would have started saving earlier. We see a lot of people reach out to us the year before they retire, sometimes two years before. The ideal time to get a snapshot or a first glimpse view of what that big picture looks like is about 10 years out. To sit down and say, great, I've got 10 more years where I'm going to be accumulating assets, but what's it going to look like and how do I start lining up the pieces now so they work together when I enter that decumulation phase? The other thing that makes that really important is in retirement surveys, overwhelmingly, we see people say they're going to work longer, but when you look at what they actually do, they aren't working as long as they think they're going to. Sometimes that happens because people are forced out. I truly believe from what I see with our client base, ageism is real. Mm -hmm. People are laid off in their late 50s or early 60s. They thought they would have another four or five years of work, and sometimes they're just not able to replace that income. So having a plan in place ahead of time is the number one thing I think people should do. Got it. I think that that's excellent advice. Um, What conversations do you think that that people avoid having? I think uh, just thinking about retirement – you know, often like wills and estate planning, it symbolizes that you're entering this new phase of life and it can be easy to bury your head in the sand and not want to think about it at all. So number one is making it comfortable. I, I mean, any money conversation, you've probably encountered this also. I call it the last taboo. Mm-hmm. People will talk about their dating life and their, you know, all kinds of personal items on social media and with friends. But when it comes to finances, there's still not this open conversation. We tend to judge people by how much they have and how much they make. And opening up that conversation, getting comfortable talking about these things, that would be the the thing I think, you know, really people need to do. Yeah, that's something I've been thinking and talking about to a lot of people about recently is that it seems like we used to not talk about religion and politics and sex and now we seem to be pretty comfortable talking about religion and politics and sex on Facebook and everywhere else and and money seems like that last taboo topic and it's going to take us getting past that uh, to finally I think have the majority of Americans start to become financially successful but that's probably a tricky one. Yeah it is and I see people often put off the conversation because they're afraid of bad news mm-hmm. and the unknown to them seems so scary they don't want to face it when in fact most people once they have a plan in place matter of fact everybody I've seen feels relief instead of being scared they feel confident 
and they understand, oh, here are the steps I can take. Sometimes it might be needing to save a little bit more or find some ways to reduce expenses. Other times they're in a lot better shape than they thought they were. I had a couple that lives in Denver that I was working with that we just went through the planning process and they said, wow, we thought we would never be able to retire. That's what they thought would happen. They would sit down with a planner and I would say, sorry, nope, never, never going to happen. Right. And instead, it was this three to four year plan, you know, to lay out, look, if you do these set of things over the next three years, you should be able to retire right at 65 for each of you. And they were shocked. I mean, this was a good shock. Good news. It was like, wow, we thought this wasn't possible. Yeah. Nice. That's, that's, I think, such a, such an incredible thing, how people put it off and put it off. And then once they actually finally do it, once they rip the bandaid off, they're like, oh, I guess that wasn't so bad. Yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> Why didn't we do this sooner? Yeah, I feel so much better. I'm not carrying this around with me all day long. This rock on my back. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> um, as people as, as, as people are really looking at, at retirement and they're obviously thinking about how do I make sure that I can create income that, that's, that's going to last, how often do you think that, that people are – wanting to continue working part-time or I, 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 I guess my question is do you find that that people have an easy time or a really hard time of just stopping work and then being <laughs> retired that's a great question I have a, a client of mine who's a CPA who asked me one day do some of your clients actually retire and like it <laughs> And I said, amazingly enough, yes, the majority of them. So I think like so many things in life, it depends on your personality and and your nature. You know, I I personally feel like it would be really hard for me to retire. Um, I love what I do and I'm grateful for that. But a lot of people are in jobs that are more of a job and I look at it as an honor that we can help them get out of something that they don't love. They don't love going to work every day. So if you're in a situation where you have grandkids and family and a lot of other interests, I find that for those people, retirement is easy. Once they know that the finances are in order and they can maintain a lifestyle that they're comfortable with, most of them have a pretty easy time. The A-type personalities, the business owners, the or people who have their identity is tied to their profession. This is often doctors or other forms of professionals and, and they haven't hit that burnout phase. They have a harder time. I would say our doctor clients are the ones that work the longest, um, often into their even early 80s and they will phase into retirement. So they might go from five days a week to four to three to two, some of them will just maintain some teaching responsibilities or do what's called loco tenums. So they fill in for other docs who are on vacation and can do that on their own schedule in, in quote, partial retirement. So it just, you know, it's all over the place. Like so many things in life, you got to know yourself and you really have to have something you want to retire to. And I suppose a big part of that process is being able to sit down and, and think about it and then talk about it with somebody else. So that certainly makes sense. Well, also on your website was this concept of juicing. So tell me a little bit about that. <laughs> juicing. I, it's funny. I just wrapped my car and it has this giant orange on it. And um, Nice. Yeah. Someone asked me the other day, what what is the orange for? And I said, well, with my business, we trademarked the term juicing. 
as a way to describe the, a financial planning process that helps you squeeze more out of your money. And the way that came about, I was having breakfast at a, at a place, and I know, George, you're here uh, where I am in Phoenix, Arizona, so it's a place called Butterfields that you might even know. Great spot. Absolutely. <laughs> and they have those oranges that roll down through this big machine. You can see the oranges rolling through the contraption and into this juicer. And I, I was sitting there at breakfast one morning having a glass of fresh squeezed orange juice. And I'd been making homemade margaritas at home over the weekend, trying to hand squeeze the oranges. And I thought, wow, I bet that machine gets more juice out of every single orange than I could possibly get at home. And for me, the light bulb just went on and, and I had been working on a, a book that I wanted to call Juice, How to Put More Back in Your Cup. And so as we were thinking through all of that, I thought, oh, this is what I want to brand with because a professional financial planning process is not about picking the right stock. It's not about how do I get you better returns. It's really about all of these factors that can help you squeeze more out of what you already have using social security the right way, making sure you're paying the least amount of taxes, capturing the market returns that are already there. If you follow a disciplined process, that's what we think of juicing as. It's it's making sure you squeeze more out of the money you already have. It's not a magic way of suddenly making your money multiply. I love it. That is fantastic. So <laughs> thank you. Trademarked it. Perfect. Yep. Absolutely. Awesome. Well, Dana, Savage Nation is ready for your difference-making tip. What do you have for them? Well, absolutely. Of course, I would suggest they read my book. So I have a book called uh, Control Your Retirement Destiny. If you are near the retirement planning phase, usually I describe that as anyone who's 50 plus. It lays out step by step what you would need to do to create a plan that really helps you be ready to transition into retirement. And if it's something that you could do yourself, great, go for it. Um, for a large portion of the population, as you know, George, they really get a lot of value out of working with people like us and, and helping them lay that plan out. Well, I had the opportunity to check out your book, so I can tell you that that is great stuff, and it definitely gets a come on. Come on. So thank, <laughs> thank you for you. that. Well, Dana, thank you so much for coming on. Where can Savage Nation learn more about you? I would go to sensiblemoney.com. That's our website, and there's a blog there and an additional free report called 10 Worst Money Mistakes that you can download and all kinds of good stuff there. Excellent. Well, Savage Nation, if you enjoyed this as much as I did, show Dana your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas. Thank you again, Dana. Thank you, George. It's been great to be a guest. I appreciate it. And until next time, keep fighting the good fight because we're all in this together. What's up, Savage Nation? Please support the show by subscribing, leave us a review, and definitely feel free to share us with somebody you think would like it. Come on. <laughs>